Our thoughts are more important than we could ever have imagined. They define and organize our experiences. They help us learn. They help us reflect. They help us plan. They help us create. Our thoughts are endless. I'm Lisa Thompson. Please join me as we explore the enormous power of our minds. This is podcast number five, The Importance of Positivity. Hi, everyone. The last two or three weeks have been very interesting in my household. First of all, I was delighted to have my daughter and her family visit for a week. And then I was thrilled to tend my one-year-old granddaughter after that while her family took a trip. But during this time, my father ended up in the hospital And then I got sick, not COVID though. So some really good moments and then some challenges. Now I've been taking care of my almost 92 year old father for the past three years. Just all of a sudden one morning he could not stand or walk. So we thought perhaps he might've had a stroke, but after a trip to the ER, it is more probable that he didn't. But as a result, he stayed in the hospital for a few days And for the past two weeks, he has been at a skilled nursing facility where therapists are working with him to try to get him walking again. Just one day he was walking and then the very next he couldn't even stand. Over the last two weeks, I've had moments to reflect about my dad. My dad is a very optimistic and always a very happy person. He has been all his life, and I've never known him ever to say anything negative about another person. In fact, the opposite is true. He is always very complimentary. And even being in the hospital, he continues this happy countenance. Now, I can't help but think that his happy disposition is why he has lived so long. But for the past 10 years, he has lived with dementia, and even when he struggles to remember some things, he still jokes. He says, I guess it's been four minutes because beyond that, I just can't remember. It has been a pleasure to take care of his everyday needs and to have him live with us, but at the same time, it is challenging. But here's the thing. I believe, like Joe Eckler, an Austin-based therapist and author, when he explains that being a positive person may have less to do with staying positive all of the time and more to do with having a resilient, not to mention realistic, response. The most helpful definition of being positive is having hope and confidence in one's ability to handle what's tough, along with remembering that Nothing is all negative all the time. Joe defines positivity as the ability to identify bright moments of relief from negative situations. And the most interesting part is that this type of attitude may impact not only your quality of life, where studies have shown optimistic individuals tend to have better mental and physical health, but also possibly your longevity. In fact, a study published in 2019 found that people with the highest levels of optimism 
had an 11 to 15% longer lifespan on average than those who practice little positive thinking. Interesting. So as I've reflected about my father, I can't help but think that his constant expressions of gratitude, his daily compliments, and the positivity that he has, has played a big part to his living 92 years. Did you know that the more positive thoughts we create, the more the brain releases chemicals that can help us be happy? In a Healthline article called Serotonin, What You Need to Know, the researcher explains that every thought we have releases some type of chemical in our brain. When happy thoughts are generated, the brain produces a chemical called serotonin, which creates a feeling of well-being or feeling happy or optimistic. And it's scientifically proven that serotonin is linked to living longer. So when you are thinking positive thoughts, it not only produces positive emotions, but physical aspects as well. So when we have positive thoughts, we increase our mental productivity by improving our understanding, our awareness, intuition, perception, and reasoning. Having positive thoughts also intensifies our ability to pay attention or to focus. And it improves our ability to think and analyze incoming data. It also improves our ability to solve problems quicker and it enhances our mental capabilities. So this is the best time to make decisions when we're happy. But at the same time, I believe that in order to know positivity, we must also know negativity. After all, being human is knowing good from bad. And I'm not saying we can't feel, ne feel negativity, but just knowing that we are capable of rewiring our brains toward positivity is to me quite liberating. So when we have a negative thought, the brain draws energy away from our brain. With negative thoughts, the brain can't perform at high or even normal capacity. So when we're stressed or scared, it's difficult to process new material. And often this is the time we spin with indecisiveness. And the negative emotions created from Negative thoughts are often fear, sadness, insecurity, guilt, and frustration. So when we get into this negative funk, is what I call it, the front of our brains decides the amount of attention you pay to something based on its importance and how you feel about it. The more you focus on a negative thought, the more negative neurons your brain creates, so it learns to support negativity. Negative thoughts slow down the brain's ability to function, and it obstructs reasoning and perception. This is the worst time to make important decisions. Negative thoughts can also make it difficult to process thoughts or find solutions, can hinder our, creati our creative abilities, and it impacts fears, mood, memory, impulse control, so when you think negatively about a situation, it can become so deeply ingrained that you will have to work extra hard to dismantle it. You will have to rewire your brain in order to think positive thoughts or to believe that dreams can come true or to trust that your efforts will be successful. But you have the ability to rewire 
And in my next podcast, I'm going to give you the steps that it takes to do this. But for now, I think it's important to know how our brains work with negative and positive thoughts. Just being aware is the first step that will help lead us to take control of our thoughts. So what if you're in that negative funk? How can you give yourself just a quick boost? I'm going to give you three ideas. First of all, just simply smile and laugh. A University of Kansas study found that smiling, even fake smiling, reduces heart rate and blood pressure during stressful situations. So try a few minutes of YouTube humor therapy when you're stomping your feet waiting in line or you're fuming over a work or family situation. It's difficult not to smile while watching a favorite funny video. In fact, I once heard of a man named Norman Cousins who cured himself of a fatal disease by watching funny videos and laughing. He even wrote a book about it. Mr. Joel Goodman, who is the founder of The Human Project, says that laughter really is the best medicine. Whether laughing makes the dying healthier or not, the point is there seems to be some improvement. Number two, practice reframing. Instead of stressing about a traffic jam, for instance, appreciate the fact that you can afford a car and get to spend a few extra minutes listening to music or the news, accepting that there is absolutely nothing you can do about the traffic. Number three, build resiliency. This is probably, I think, one of the most important things. Resiliency is the ability to adapt to a stressful and or negative situation. So here are a few keys to build resiliency. Number one, maintain good relationships with family and friends. Number two, accept that change is a part of life. And number three, take action on problems rather than just hoping they disappear or waiting for them to resolve themselves. Now, this is not to say you can't feel despair or sadness. Allow yourself some time to feel those feelings. But don't stay there. Give yourself a time to bounce back. Strive to recover quickly from the difficult or challenging conditions and allow yourself sometimes to revisit those feelings. But the important thing is to bounce back. So what does this all mean? It means that what we think, do, and say really matters. That our thoughts affect not only how we feel, how we act, but it also plays a part in our physical well-being. How we perceive things will most likely become the habit of how we see things in the future. So, and I assume that most of us want to be in control of our emotions and that we want to feel happiness most of the time. We want to have a positive outlook, right? At the same time, it's important that we recognize that negative emotions are a part of the human experience. Sometimes those emotions can teach us. They can give us a boost needed to turn toward positivity. But the cool thing is we have the power to overcome negativity, to create happiness from our thoughts. I'd like to challenge you this week. Start thinking happier thoughts to look for the bright moments among the negative things and refocus your brain towards something positive when negative thoughts occur. In other words, Find something positive out of the negative, then focus on that, and then smile when you go to bed and smile when you wake up, even if it's forced. It will make you feel happy. Then find something to be grateful for every day. 
When you lay your head on the pillow each night, reflect on the date and look for all the things you feel thankful for. And then reflect on all the people you're grateful for. And as you do this exercise, watch what happens. You will gradually become aware that an attitude of gratitude becomes a part of your everyday existence and your brain will start that rewiring process we've been talking about today. Your mind has the ability to determine how your brain thinks and in return, the emotions you feel and what happens in your life. So use it to your own advantage to reframe events and to think positive thoughts. I'm so convinced that my father's longevity has been because he has always maintained happy, good thoughts about everything and everyone. I am so grateful to his example. I'm also grateful to you. So I'm wishing you a happy week. And until next time, I'm Lisa Thompson.